Okay, we're back with the Juby Take. I'm Steve. I'm Adam. What would you say you do here? And that's not much, Joe. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> oh, no. That's... I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't actually, know. I don't, don't know. I kind of like it. Not much, Joe. <laughs> Oh, no, NM, stick. NM, NMJ. <laughs> Whatever. It's your, I like it. It's your NM, show. NMJ. Okay, so we're... Uh, At we're least back. for this week. Yeah. We'll see how it plays. Yeah. So uh, we're together tonight, and we are going to talk about summer. Yes. Summer. All things summer. You know, what, what you remember when you were a kid that you did in the summer... Summer vacations that you took with when you were a kid, or or in my case as an adult, you know, taking you, Adam, and the rest of the family, Joe, you know, summer vacations that you take the girls on and that kind of stuff, or you know, just generally, I was thinking, what things do you identify with summer? What do you like? What do you dislike from summer as well? Now, one of the things that that is totally different than what we're used to for all of the years that we were in Oregon is summer was. You know, rain, celebrate, oh, rain. but sunshine <laughs> at times, and a little bit warmer weather, yep. and outside activities. Yeah, yeah. And in Arizona, it's kind of the inverse of that. Well, it was 112 today. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the summer you endure here. Yeah, you stay inside, which you know, I did all day. Right. You normally stay inside, or you stay in air conditioning. Yeah. And uh, you know, you you're outside in the pool. You know, exactly. as long as you stay in the valley. And so it's it's a different vibe down here. You know, you kind of get to June and you're like, oh, okay, here we go. The grind. Yeah, the summer is so much longer. I mean, it just feels that way just because the, the spring is hot and the fall is kind of hot too. So <laughs> it does feel like it's about seven and a half months of summer. Yeah, it definitely does in August. Yeah. You know, you feel like you've been doing it, you know, now, you know, enduring this for six months, but it's not the case. Yeah. No, it just feels that way. Yeah, it does. And it wears you out. When it's when it's ninety six on Halloween, that really is what. <laughs> that's a hard one. <laughs> that gets to me. Yeah, that's like, a hard one. And you know, we've had that over the years since we've been here. You know, we've been here for twenty years. You know, there are some Aprils that were really hot. Yeah, and some Octobers that are really hot, but traditionally, it's not really the case with that. Yeah, it, it's hit or miss. So summer summer vacations for people that live you know in the valley here is getting out of the heat. Yeah, go north. Yeah. Or south. Or south, frankly. South, yeah. Uh, to well, Mexico. That, yeah, that's that's a lot of the summer vacations that we've taken since we've been living here. Yeah, those were a lot of the Juvie vacations. Or west, uh, I guess. From Arizona. Come to think of it, I just don't think anybody goes east, really, unless you get on a plane. No. Yeah, there's not much in that direction. Is no, there? you got to go in away. Tucson? I mean, the rest of there? the country, te- technically. But yeah, <laughs> but who cares about that, you know? But it doesn't seem like summer destinations for our part of the world go that direction. No, not not really. Yeah. I mean, obviously, the, the, the big one is the hour and a half to go to Flagstaff, which is... Right, you know, right. listeners of the show know that we spent, you know, some time up there. Yep. Well, and you've got your other smaller communities up north, the Paysons and the Prescotts of the world. And the, right. Sedona's. Know, yep. Yeah, little little holes up there that are just beautiful up in the pines and up Absolutely. in the rocks. Right. Absolutely. Little oasises. But we did for... Oasai. Oasai. Yeah, very good. <laughs> it's flashing vocabulary right and left. So... That's what we do. Yeah. But the summer vacations, you know, for a lot of years, we went to Mexico yeah. you know, every summer, every spring. You know, we went with the Caspers or we went, uh, you know, obviously the Super Bowl trips went to, you know, to Mexico. Right. But right. we're not talking football and we're not talking winter. So sorry I brought it up. <laughs> we More we, on that we later. can. We, can <laughs> we will. Slide right we will that. later. <laughs> we definitely. Yeah. We went to Mexico quite often. I remember that being something. I mean, for me growing up, summertime meant coming down to Arizona. And uh, so coming down here, we always would go on trips, and most of them were to Mexico, and that was always. I had a lot some of fun. trips to Arizona when I was before I lived here when I was a kid because my older siblings have always lived here pretty much. Okay, and so I've done that too. You know, it's like, and I remember back then, yeah, it was hot, but it was still summer, and it was still it was still awesome. Yeah, I didn't mind. I mean, obviously, you come down for you know a month 
and you just have to endure the heat for a month, it's not that bad. In fact, I really enjoyed how hot it was down here. Well, right. you always had a pool. Yeah, you always exactly. had a pool in the backyard. That's and big. Yeah, that's big. And all of that, you know, but trying to find SPF 5000 <laughs> is really hard. And that's what you need well, for Adam's skin. It because used to be. Now you got Amazon. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Now you can just get it sent to your house by the truckload, which I assume you do because I know I do, and we look about the same as far as complexion. Oh, goes. he just, yeah. 30, <laughs> 30 seconds. Yeah, you know, from the time that you walk out outside and you think about, hey, I've got to put some sunscreen on the kids. Oops. It's too late. It's too late. Yeah. It's too late. Yeah, you you know, he's been it. in the sun for 45, 50 seconds. Yeah. And he's, you know, it was almost like a vampire, you know, movie. When you you know they get in the sunlight and their skin starts melting, starts yeah. to smoke, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and blister immediately. <laughs> yeah, they've got to dive for shade. Yeah. So uh, and keep that garlic away from Adam as well. Um, no. <laughs> oh, okay. That is well. There you go. That's very where the oh, okay. Well, that's that's yeah. That's how we we found out that we were all safe. But anyway, yeah, going to Mexico, we you know we would go with the Caspers or we would go with uh, the McCartys at times and. And different groups, and I don't think I ever went on one of your summer trips to Mexico. I've been to Mexico. No, for, you didn't for the summer. We went uh, years and years ago as a household, being you know myself and my degenerate roommates and my brand new girlfriend with her big truck. Oh we, yeah, yeah. We went down there and, and wrecked said big truck. Jumped Ooh, it, as nice. I recall. Jumped yeah, it. I heard the story. Yeah. Take that thing in the off. Any cool jumps? <laughs> we for sure did. Yeah, right on the beach. Drove it right onto the beach. I forget. Probably sandy beach. Yeah. Because it was just kind of at the edge of town, it wasn't out of town by any way, by any stretch, and uh, jumped it off of a dune from like you know going toward the ocean. the The beach sort of had a tier, and there was like a dune that dropped off onto the lower beach. Oh yeah, and we were heading towards it, and somebody just hit gun it, and she did, and so we went flying off of that and endoed. Didn't go over, but like crunched like Dukes of Hazard style, where the whole front <laughs> of the the car. You Did know, kind of a handstand yeah, before exactly. it flopped back. Yeah. My, my forehead went right into the windshield and spider oh. spider webbed it. And uh, your, unlike your the, forehead or the windshield, <laughs> both. both. Yeah, yeah, that explains a lot. Yeah. The, uh, and then unlike the Dukes of Hazard, of course, it would the next scene did not have a miraculously repaired, you know, big, yeah, running truck running down the road, just flip back over, and you got <laughs> it still ran, going. but. What and it actually it ran fine, and after we kind of all recovered, <laughs> we uh we just went about our way. But uh, it turned out it cracked the frame. <laughs> yeah, so nice. She caught some pretty good air. It was pretty solid. But Man. yeah, but that whole trip was sun uh, fun. I mean, we uh you know I had long hair at the time. I think longish hair. So everyone braided their hair. You know. Oh, that that's you just had a braided hair picture. when this happened, huh? You Did you have it. the beads in the braids? Uh, I couldn't have had that. So long you had hair. the Marie look, because that would she—that's what she would do every year. Is she'd put the beads, you know, get the yeah. the you know cornrow, you know, braiding and uh, put the beads in it. Yeah, you know what? That. I'm mixing up two different memories. I did not have long hair anymore, but uh, a couple of my buddies did. <laughs> well, I did. So that, you braided their hair. I yes, that's true. No, <laughs> I have done that. That's so sweet. <laughs> that's so sweet. Yeah, I. I uh, anyway, it was a fun trip, and it was uh, everyone made it back okay. So. <laughs> That's the important part. But summer, that's my one summer trip to Mexico. Okay. Well, yeah. we used to go, I think we went for probably five or six years. Yeah. And we would stay at Sandy Beach. And I forget the name of the, the places we would stay, but there were the the uh, step, you know, up from the beach all the way up to the parking lot. So there's like six high two-bedroom condos. And we'd get one either the lower one or the, the second level, depending on how much you wanted to pack down the the stairs, right, which was a pain, or how much you wanted to pack up from the beach. There was quite a few of us, so it wasn't terrible, but it could have. But they were really, they were cool. Really yeah. had a lot of fun. Yeah, they and were perfect for what we wanted. I always set when we went based on the tides because that beach is great on a high tide, but it's so so flat that it goes way out. That it's if the tide is out, you know, you can walk a half a mile to get to the water. Right, right, and then right. walk another half a mile to get up to your knees in water because it's just right. so flat. Yeah, I would pick the highest tides. Just you know, get the tide chart. Pick the highest tides whenever they were in the summer, and uh, that's when we go down. You know, the high tide in the, in the afternoon, and then you, we would uh, go down and set up the you know the cabanas. Yeah, we would have to go rent the cabanas right in the different spots. 
And then you'd, you'd pick the high tide mark. Right, exactly. You wanted to bring them more up so you'd want, the you'd beach want, a little bit. Well, you'd want it to be right at the high tide mark. So and as Zach Brown it, said, right? you would just, well, you just look at it and yeah. see, you know, it's kind of the, where the high tide's going to be. Okay. So you, and then you just sit there and wait for the tide to reach your chair. Right. And then it was much more fun to get in the water at that point because it, you know. It's right in front of you. Well, it's right in front of you, but it was more sloped at that point. So you didn't have to go out that far to actually get in the waves and, and have it be waist deep. But that yeah. was the whole thing is, you know, setting up the beach and. A lot of body surfing. Yeah. Do you remember the. And uh, henna tattoos. Oh, of course. You know, the all day, it's all the, the vendors that come yeah. by. You Chicklets. Know, so yeah. The henna tattoos and Marie would get her hair braided and, you know, everybody had their own little thing. The mangoes. Oh, yeah. Well, the, the guys I remember the like potato burritos. Mango on a all stick. All over the place. Which yeah. were delicious. Mango on a stick was a big favorite. And, uh, you know, of course, a cooler full of beer. Yeah. Well, and you got the bars all kind of down the strand there or whatever it is. It's right d- just down from there. Yeah. It? Yeah. There's a road that goes up. That's where, you know, Wow Wow's is. And, yeah. and there's, you know, a lot of taco places. Back in those days, the street tacos were everywhere. Yeah. It wasn't just mustache tacos. No. <laughs> no, there was there were several yeah, there was others. quite a few different were, places that were open up. That were really good. So, you know, so you'd, you'd venture out and do that. And, you know, it just did basically the day of, of just wandering around. The kids would play. I remember being in the surf and the pelicans diving. Oh, yeah. So you'd be in the waves and the pelicans would be going after the fish. Uh-huh. And so they're, you know, they're, I don't know, 20, 30 feet up. And then they lock their wings and dive. Like right next to you or something? Within two or three feet of you. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. Just all over the place, you know. And then the banana boats. That's yeah. a trip. The banana boats. Those were... Those were crazy. Those were awesome. You could get a, it all depended on the driver that yeah. you had, you know, and how, how crazy he wanted to whip you around in those things. So is the banana boat towed by a boat? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So you've got, you know, an 18 foot with a, you know, boat with, you know, wooden boat with probably a 40 horse motor on it. Mm-hmm. Something ridiculous. Yeah, you throw the kids on, and that's the great thing about going to Mexico because like you know there is no OSHA it. down there. You know, there's no code. <laughs> there's, there's nothing. There's nobody that's you know going to stop anybody from doing anything. No, you can have your dog on the beach and everything. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow, <laughs> it's amazing. Just well, no laws at all. If you go to California, that's oh yeah, it's quite... well yeah everything around here. You know, you can't go play. You can't do this. You can't do that. Yeah, we get a lot of that. But down there, you know, so the kids go out. You know, and they're negotiating and it's, you know, it's Adam and, and Ian and Zach and, you know, they're negotiating the price with the guy. Yeah. Because you negotiate every price down there. So yeah, you everything. Probably, probably felt like you were a little more grown up when you were down. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, you can be, frankly. You, yeah. You, you almost have to be. Yeah. To, like you step into that role to, you know, I remember my buddy with these guys. Yeah, exactly. My buddy Scotty would go down there when we were young, fifth grade, and he would, his family would vacation in Mexico. I don't know exactly where Rocky Point, probably Tijuana or something like that, but uh, he, they, he would come back and tell stories about how his dad and mom would send him to go pick up beer. Like he would go to the little <laughs> oh, yeah. thing and grab beer for him. And it was literally for them. It wasn't just, you know, he was 12. Yeah, he'd or just something. have a couple on the way back. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. <laughs> Well, you'd have one. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to get greedy. Well, it's accepted. You <laughs> yeah. Know, that's, but yeah, that's the fun thing about it is, you know, there is that that idea that there's not the same rules. So, yeah. it, you know, it's always fun for... It's a double-edged sword, you know, that, for the kid. Uh, that yeah. culture. They, uh, they oh, li- it is. They live and die by that. <laughs> yeah. I would say that I remember running from the cops once. Oh. Really? Oh, yeah. Mm, interesting. Okay. Are you going to... No, that's it? That's just... Sounds like a... No, are we talking Mexico or just you ran from the cops once? Oh, no. Mexico, for sure. Yeah, otherwise it's a bit of a... There were fireworks involved on the beach and we got chased down by some cops and some ATVs as we escaped back Was it cops or security guys? I mean, they... Because normally the cops don't care, but the security of certain... Like of the, the resort or something. I guess so. It they love them. to get out there and start chasing you down because I didn't. Yeah. I didn't look back enough to know who it was. We were in my uniform. mind, they was the cops. So you're not changing that in my okay. mind. Okay. So I had the federale. It was a federale. I had them. They had yeah. They had AKs. They were yeah. ready. They were trying to take me down. I was yeah, Pablo was Escobar in their eyes. Fifty caliber mounted on the truck. Exactly. Yeah. 
on yeah, the Toyota. I, whatever. That is fun though when you <laughs> when you walk out. It's only one of the trips of all the trips I took to Mexico. There was only one trip where went out of the the condo and started walking down the street, and the Federales were there. Oh wow! And they're no joke. And there is a fifty caliber on the back of a you know of a pickup mounted, and there's you know these guys walking around with you know machine guns and uniforms and all this and it's like okay yeah but at least they're like 21 and a half and very worldly <laughs> yeah <laughs> well they were yeah they were a little scary as to you know what exactly are you after yeah i don't i never know i i don't think i've had a run-in with federales of course the famous run-in with the police but well I, you went I, to jail <laughs> yeah yeah so that's why you know running fireworks they don't care about fireworks <laughs> but uh what what Joe did? We were blowing That's, stuff you, up. We've talked about this. These what I did bombs. was look like your brother. That's what I did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was the biggest mistake. That was my crime. I wore the same facial hair and was the same general height. <laughs> okay, so uh, Adam, yeah, what what do you remember? I mean, other than than Mexico, I mean, you spent a lot of of summers in in Oregon. Yeah, and we did. You know, we used to go camping. Camping was a big thing that I wanted to bring up. That was a lot of fun. We went to, it seemed like different places all the time. There's so many different campsites, so many different lakes to go by, rivers, you know, a lot of great places that are uh, unique in their own way. But I remember it being uh, just a lot of fun to be with the family and be outdoors and just was kind of the norm for us to go out in the summer and just have a couple of... uh, we had traditions, you know, that's how much we went. You know, we had things we would do annually every, every, every single year. Yeah. A lot of, we did a lot of camping up there, uh, lake camping, river camping. There were a lot of places to go and a lot of places that we went. The interesting thing, you know, being the adult, you know, yeah. I, I'm kind of curious about your memories of that. Yeah. I recently talked to Zach about a couple things that, that he remembers about, you know, Mexico and, and some, you know, different times, which Where is he a, ran from the cops. Well, no, no, that, not that one. But he oh, had he was some, there. Of, some of the interactions that, that we had and some of the things that happened, he had a totally different perspective oh, hey, no. on uh, on really what happened. Okay, that's good. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just curious about, you know, because you were pretty small. Yeah. With a lot of the camping. and I was. And we would take, you know, and again, we would try to make everybody as comfortable as possible. Right. You know, so we had tents and we had things that we set up for everybody and we actually went camping when zach was small enough to still be in a playpen yeah i remember being pretty pretty young i don't remember having a lot of responsibility you know while camping which means i was probably pretty young you know just going and you know not i didn't get to tend with the fire or anything maybe you know as we were older but i would uh you know come and, and just I remember setting up camp helping with the tents and you know finding the 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 good spot to go up to the water and any beach that we could hang out by the water you know, throwing the baseballs around I know you know growing up Zach and I were really into you know baseball yeah so you know bringing bring the mitts and and being able to throw those around I think it's a when you go camping it's obviously the best moment when, when everything's set up, <laughs> Yeah, you know, you get there, but it's exciting when you're setting it up and you're getting, you know, you're making decisions on where the, the tent's going to be and, you know, where's the, the kitchen and where's, you know, the playing area, where's the, you know, obviously the fire pits pretty, you know. Well, and where the boundaries well, are, no, we always but, gave you guys boundaries that, yeah. you, okay, you can, you can walk out to here and you can walk over to here yeah, and, you know, stay within that area. But I just remember that by the time we started packing, we would fill two cars, and one of them was a station wagon. Yeah, we took so much stuff, and of course, all the kids. You know, we've we've got five kids, and sometimes friends. But we would uh, we would end up, you know, with so much stuff because you have to, you know, pretty much take care of every contingency. We didn't have the uh, the state of the art camping stuff, so we just made do. Yeah. You know? There weren't sleeping bags, you know, we would just take bedding. Right. You know, and we would kind of make beds and we would take foam pads. It worked. You know, we were pretty well, we were comfortable. Yeah. We were seriously comfortable. But yeah, I just I remember uh, you know, going up and and it would take a while to set up the camp. Yeah. You know, it just almost seemed like you were either setting up or taking down. 
there was one memory I remember. Um, it was kind of funny when it was a uh, we got to a campsite and couldn't have been there for maybe ten minutes. I think you got out of the car, and I remember you walking down to the campsite and looking around, looking out at the the river. And I think you had decided that that was our campsite and that that's where we were gonna uh, load up everything or load everything out and, and set up camp. Um, and so I got out of the car with my, I don't know, a soccer ball. I don't, I never played soccer in my life, but we had a soccer ball. And I just remember within 10 minutes, I had kicked that soccer ball straight into the river and it was floating <laughs> down the river. And I just yep, remember, gone, <laughs> gone. <laughs> that was, that was the end of that. But that was, uh, well, that's a deserved uh, fate of any yeah. soccer ball. Well, it has no business going camping. Yeah. I don't know what they, the soccer or, ball was thinking. I or don't doing know. anything, frankly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wilson needed to get gone and yeah. did in a quick. Yeah, quick, quick minute. Somebody downriver, you know, is playing soccer now. Yeah, exactly. exactly. The ball just showed up. <laughs> well, there was, you know, there's always that. You know, all you kids wanted to help, but you know, there was limited things that you could do. Right. But yeah, there was, you know, the the camping. We tried to do things outdoors. You know, every summer. You know, again, but it's Oregon, so you know, you're you're dealing with the weather. Right. Uh, and I remember one camping trip that we took, and. It was so horrible. We were there for two nights and I had set up everything and I'd thrown some tarps uh, in the back of the car just, you know, in case it sprinkles or something, you know, in case it rains, whatever. Yeah. And so I put up all of these tarps over the top of the picnic table and, and try to cover it over to the tent and, and all of that. And it started raining probably 10 minutes after we got there. I got everything set up and it rained so hard the entire time we ended up, I finally just packed everything back in the cars the next day at about eight o'clock at night. I'm like, I'm not doing that. I'm not sleeping here. Yeah. We're trying to keep things dry. The kids are all, you go are all miserable. You know, you've got this probably 20 foot square section that you can actually stand without getting drenched. And it was so miserable. That's the downside of, you know, camping in, in Oregon. Oh, Man, it's well. It's one of the things that drove me away. Yeah, it's, yeah, I was gonna say it's why you live here now and deal with one twelve. Yeah, you know, it just that was that yeah. was such a nasty weekend because you know you guys are impatient. You know, you want to yeah. get going, going to play so well, many games at yachts. Right. Yeah, they're kids for crying out loud. Yeah, yeah they're not gonna keep it together in that scenario. Nobody well, really does. No. <laughs> no but yeah, the, I yeah. had uh, I had one thing I just wanted to run by because I wrote down camping too, but I had the I kind of when you brought up this topic thought about the differences for me with summer between being a kid and then I kind of threw high school in the middle and being an adult so before I get into anything that I've got I actually had a question I was going to ask you when you were talking about it Adam was is what's the difference between when you had your family outings with your traditions to the time where you were like in high school with summer was summer a special thing for high school it had to be right. Well, I think it is for everyone. Like just parties, in things the, like yeah, that. Yeah, just because I mean, obviously, you have your group of friends and the things that you do with. But them, now you're but mobile. Yeah, exactly. Now you have and you're free in, your of parents. You're more wanting. You want to be separate from your family. You want to make different memories and and go off on your own and figure out who you are. And yeah, absolutely. It's, it was going to the lake and going out on a boat, you know, with some of my friends. Yeah. Or, did you have all this, the classical trappings of Americana for basically, the teenage, you yeah. know, summer teenage years? Not, yeah. I mean, it wasn't all of my uh, high school years. I was uh, pretty um, heavy set in my freshman year of high school, coming into high school. And so actually, there was to something. Take your shirt off. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, right. Wanting to get on that wakeboard pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, Check this out, ladies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, and, and that was one thing that really was uh stood out for me and was really cool about summertime and, and coming down here to Arizona during the summer, um, is you know, swimming all the time was that I actually ended up losing weight over every summer. And getting up to my senior year, you know, where I was obviously, you know, the best that I had, you know, weighed and, you know, in the best looked shape of your and, life, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. So it was a lot of fun. I did a lot of that my senior year and which was great. Cause obviously you 
build relationships and build friendships and stuff throughout well plus a, your high you know, a summer career. down here you've got to get what is the closest thing you'll ever get to a tan yeah exactly no and, oh. and that was i would always go back after every summer and you know people are like wow adam you know yeah you look tan holy you moly look, you, so you lost dark. You, know, you look good you know so well that's the funny thing about oregon and i don't know central california if it was the same but anytime the sun came out the whole time i lived in oregon no matter what you were doing or where you were, you felt like you had to lay out, <laughs> you know, you got to get, whether it's, you know, getting, yeah. you know, getting some tan on, on your left arm, hanging out the window as you're driving to the yeah. store. Yeah. If the sun was out, you needed to take advantage. You needed of it. to take advantage yeah. of it. Yeah. You're you not going to get very much vitamin D anywhere else. No. You don't, you don't see the sun that often. And the idea of going somewhere, like you go to the Valley, you know, when I was a kid, if you knew somebody over there where, you know, okay, that the sunshine, you know, it was nice because at the beach, it just didn't. And oh, yeah. Which yeah. is one of the cruel ironies of, you know, the world. The sun never shines at the beach. Yeah. You know, that's that's a bummer. Yeah, no, that's... At least uh, the beach I lived at. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, that's, of course. Where I grew up, it was very, very sunny. Yeah, very sunny summers. It was great. Yeah, I didn't... We didn't have that. We were just south of that whole Pacific Northwest, you know, where vampires roam area between like Humboldt County and Vancouver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and then, you know, of course, Central California and, you know, the the Mark Twain quote, the, you know, the coldest winter ever spent was a summer he spent in San Francisco. Yeah, San Francisco is brutal. <laughs> so I, I didn't did, know if it... I it, never went there. It, does, it doesn't really move no, inland no, it's very far. Right there at the bay is is about it. And, yeah. and San Francisco specifically, like Oakland, no problem. Yeah. You know what Oakland's I mean? Oakland's 110. Yeah. <laughs> It's that's East Bay. You know, it's yeah. a whole different world. It's 12. No wonder they're always so angry. 12 and a half miles away. If that, I think two and a half miles, maybe. So did that, you know, I mean, how was that? Uh, you said you were going to talk about the differences, oh, yeah. right? Between... Yeah. My main thing was I thought when I was thinking about it, the four seconds I thought about it today. <laughs> that's my commitment to the show. Yeah, we prep, folks. We prep. <laughs> no, I just thought, you know, when I was a kid, you know, summer meant things like no school and swimming and my birthdays in the summer right uh you know fishing all the things we kind of touched on warm nights was is something that immediately comes to mind for the summer that was a big deal warm nights yeah was cool yeah and daylight late late and and where you guys were and even where i was it's late light much later than it is here right because we don't change time in arizona right so it's like 8 37 is the Right. And like I remember, I remember in Newport, you know, it would be light until 10 o'clock. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Crazy. And then, so you're you know, playing. on the other side of things. Yeah. I mean, it was getting dark at four o'clock, you know, during the summer months. Winter. Or, I mean, winter yeah, months. Yeah. Sorry. Exactly. So that was well, always the winter. Cool. Yeah, it never, it never got light. Yeah. <laughs> it's dark all day. You yeah. know, little league baseball, baseball oh, yeah. in general, of course. Is yeah. Cause again, that's in California or most places down here. Not so much cause it's so hot. Yeah. You know, but, so they play baseball in the spring and in the fall. Yeah, but it was classic classic baseball season. Yeah, for a yeah. lot of years. For me, that was always summer was baseball camp. I went there, I mean, all through middle school, high school, every single summer, you know, when did that. I, I loved it. It was amazing. Yeah. And, and then a, a weird one for me as a kid, and actually as a through line up until the last 15 years, was Wimbledon. <laughs> I always yeah. watched Wimbledon for some reason. I, I did. Always. I, I think it was on, Zach asked me about that, or maybe it was Adam. You asked me the other day, did I ever watch tennis? And yeah, yeah I used to watch tennis. Yeah, Wimbledon. You know, and, and really what, what put me off of it is when they started yelling on what? every point. Oh. Oh, the, just the grunting and the yelling and that kind of, I just, I can't stand it. Monica Seles, I think, was the yeah, pioneer. When, yeah. <laughs> I actually <laughs> have a quick funny story um, to tell about. We don't have time yeah, for that. Yeah, sorry. I so know, we, we're anyway, we're so going to call this a podcast. <laughs> Uh, so, <laughs> so recently I, uh, I had some dental work done and, uh, Good story. during this dental work, I had a headset on and I was able to watch TV. There was a TV ahead above me. What? Yeah. So, Who's your dentist? Don't yeah, tell me now. We, uh, my point is I need to find yeah. out. <laughs> it's, it's changed. Yeah. yeah. I will, I will, I will, I will hook yeah. you up. Yeah. I'm going to need that number. Um, but so I, you know, there was some home good 
channel on and I ask them to change a DSPN thinking whatever's on, I will be My okay. Mind with. is being blown right now that you're watching anyway. Sorry. Yeah. So I didn't you know, just hand you the I'm remote. Getting, and I'm you... getting numbed up and, uh, no, and they, I, they have in the past just given me the remote so I could just change it. Well, as now I it seems there. like a bit of a cruel joke to have to require you to, you know, what do you do once you're no longer able to speak? Well, it's a, that's the thing is I, I wasn't like put down, put under. It's just I was numb. No, but I know, but you're at the dentist. So right, even right. if you're just... Yeah, your, your mouth is full of stuff. Right, okay. So like I wasn't able to say, hey, can okay, I change it? Okay, let's just let him do Anyway, it. okay. Go ahead, so, do the story. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I have so many questions. <laughs> so so I'm, I'm watching ESPN and, and it comes on to what it actually is. And it's it's on uh, Wimbledon. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, women's... It was Sharapova and some other Russian chick who both decided that they wanted to scream at the top of their lungs, you know, every single time they hit it. So I'm sitting there getting these dental work done on me and all I'm listening to is, ah, yeah, yeah, ah, yeah, it's funny. Ah, oh, I, yeah, I couldn't, I can't watch ah, that. Ah, it is distracting for about three hours. Oh, I, I Wait, can't. Wait, what did it sound like? Yeah, <laughs> no, we've got to record it. I'll play it back for you later. That's uh, that's on. Yeah, that's going into the. <laughs> yeah, we need a clip of that. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, that's it, it's just horrible. It was it was yeah it was pretty bad. But yeah, no, I and and it yeah, just Sharapova's became a, she's epidemic. Famous. She's famous, famous for that. It's like they they're all doing it. Yeah, yeah. are they? I I like I said I haven't watched it now for a few years. Yeah. But. So yeah, it's just it's it's just a horrible thing. Is it going on right now? No, uh, it's no, over. It's over. Did uh, did Serena win? Serena lost in the finals. Oh, she did to who? Somebody we don't know. It's, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Another <laughs> Russian chick, as Adam would say. <laughs> oh. So no, but you know that's yeah. There's different things in the summer. Obviously, baseball. Yeah, baseball's the big one. Yeah. And Fourth of July and fireworks when you're yep. a kid is a big deal. Yep. Yes. Yeah. There's just you know there's just a lot of of things that I think about. We well, the last day of school. That's a good one. Yeah. You know what I mean? The last day of school is maybe one of the most magical days as a kid. Yeah. Really is. Like, I think the movie that captures that moment the the best was um Dazed and Confused. Yes. Yeah. You Absolutely. Didn't, I Thank knew exactly you. what you were talking about. Yeah. Because it does. It, and it's not close. No, yeah. not even. There's like there's maybe some other movie out there that you could mention, but it would be worthless. Exactly. So we won't mention it. No. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> what about the ice cream truck? Just listening, like listening, hearing that. I never through. had that as a kid. Yeah, there wasn't no. one that that, yeah. that it, came around our house. It annoys me now. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thanks for bringing that up. No, even today, <laughs> if I hear it, I kind of like my ears perk up. I'm, you know, I'm looking around. I'm like, where's it at? Do I should I go get it? Should I run after it? Like, it's my only uh, connection to that is the Eddie Murphy bit from Delirious. So, if, for anybody who knows that, they know exactly what I'm talking about. But I never actually had an ice cream truck. We had the Schwann's guy, but he didn't make any noise. You just had to see him driving through the i lived in a trailer park most of my childhood and you had to see him driving through the loop and if you caught him you could like he didn't just have orders that people placed he had a whole truck full of if you wanted something and nobody had ordered it you know there's plenty of surplus here yeah have have at it and so we'd we'd do that but that wasn't the same no no uh triggering you know terrible song no i mean yeah you you hear the song and you you start hearing it get closer and you're like oh man i gotta find it and you know having to run out there well the first instinct was you had to find money the proximity of the noise you had to find change well and that was the thing you had brothers and sisters so it was a multitasking type of thing okay you go okay you you go get money from mom Uh, i'm gonna go find it i'm gonna go Flag it down. And we had to have like a real, I mean, there's not like we had a phones, you know, where we could. And just you'd always had Zach with you to throw in front of it. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> stop if they it. don't want to stop, you know, you, you've got to have somebody that'll lay down in front of I it. I had to have a backup plan. Yeah. yeah. It's good. We Speaking had of taking care. care of your brother, I remember one summer, uh, I made the mistake of sending him up to Oregon to visit you. God, that was such a good time. Yeah. Yeah. As he would say, was one of the times of his life. Yeah. Uh, hot Springs. Yeah, there were there were hot springs involved up in the mountains. Okay, drifting. What, what year it, was this? It was drifting in the snow happening. What in my Lancer? Yep. Oh, so at least you know seventeen, sixteen, mm-hmm. eighteen. Was 18. Yeah, so 18. eighteen. Yeah, so Zach's sixteen. Yeah, never been exposed to such things in his life. No, no, he was. It was definitely an experience for him. Opened his eyes. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. I just heard about it years later. I, I feel like maybe I'm not. It was. It was something. Story. It was. It was. It was. It was so good. We had to expose Dad to it years later. Years later. Oh. And I think over it, a few drinks in in Vegas. Yeah, actually, it couldn't have been. Oh, you mean you told about. told the story? Yeah, we couldn't talk about it ah. until a, a later date. Wasn't yeah. something that we wanted to go and brag about at the moment. That's N- not to him. That's a whole nother podcast, frankly. Stories that you can't tell until some times between there's some distance. <laughs> right. Yeah. So you, you, I can't be I can't be grounded any longer. So I can tell the story. Yeah. yeah, exactly. This can be out in public now. But you should have seen their faces when they were telling me the story. Yeah. There was some serious pride. Yeah, we were. The interesting thing is I had been in those very same hot springs. Oh, and that's another story for another podcast. <laughs> Maybe with a disclaimer of that would, uh, sorry, yeah. Alex, right off the bat, oh, right away. Saying, yeah, yeah, that's you can't listen to that one. Yeah. But uh, you know, I mean, for me, growing up, you know, we had seven kids, so we didn't always go on vacation. And you know, each summer, you know, we we lived, you know, at places, you know, in Newport, right on the beach, where where people go and you know take their vacations. So that's kind of you know we're living there. So there was always a lot of fun things to do, but there were a couple that, that we went on. Uh, we used to go down to towards Florence and there were some inland lakes, you know, and they're, they're basically 15, 10, 15, maybe 20 miles from the ocean mm-hmm. and, uh, they'd have cabins and, and that was always a lot of fun. But the one that sticks out to me is we went to Diamond Lake as a family, which was a pretty good drive. You know, it's like a four and a half hour, five hour drive back then. To, to get there. I think I've been to Diamond Lake. Yeah. Well, I've, I've taken you camping there. Yeah, I've definitely been there, I think, even after that as well. Yeah. It's a gorgeous lake, great fishing. Yeah. Well, my father was never the best at, at planning or execution or really any concepts or you know, <laughs> aspects of, of vacationing. So I, d- I remember getting there, and we found a campsite you know, that was right on the water and you can't fish. You have to be, have a boat really to, to effectively fish in, in Diamond Lake. You've got to be on the, on the west side of the, or the north end of the lake to catch any fish. And my father had borrowed a motor, an outboard motor from someone, I think maybe my grandfather or somebody in Newport. So we hauled this thing all the way over there. And it was two or three days before dad decided that, you know, we're going to go down and rent a boat and put the motor on it and go out fishing. How does that work? Is that a lot of hardware or is it pretty simple? An outboard motor? Putting the motor on a boat. Oh, it's just very simple. Okay. There's just two clamps. Okay. You know, it just, it fits over the transom in the back. It's not it's, a, it's not a bizarre thing that he brought only a motor. No, it's very simple. Okay. It's very simple. So you have the gas tank and. Gotcha. And the motor. And I remember we got up early and drove around to the marina, rented the boat. We go down. Now I'm probably nine or 10, so I'm pretty pumped. You know, this is, you know, him and I just going fishing. Oh, yeah. So I get in the boat. He puts the motor on and he pulls on this thing for, oh, I don't know, 20 minutes, half hour. It doesn't start. It's not running. I don't think it occurred to him to check before he put it in the back of the whatever, you know, the station wagon we drove down there in to see if it ran. So, it, you know, okay. So now I'm sitting there for all this time and then it's out of the boat. Now, why he didn't rent a motor, I guess it probably was another $10. Yeah. So it's way out of our price range. Yeah. <laughs> and all I remember is sitting there, I think all toll in this boat for 45 minutes, almost an hour, then told to get out of the boat, get back in the car, and we go back to the campsite. Hmm. And I'm heartbroken. Yeah, this is a depressing story. I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah, well, imagine living it. You know, I still have nightmares. <laughs> I wake up. I, I wake up, you know, somebody telling me to get out of the boat. Way to lighten the mood. Yeah. Oh, and it gets better. Oh, good. Thank God. Okay. So we get back to the campsite, and for the next few days, my dad sets this on a, on a cutoff stump, puts the motor on there, and starts taking it apart. And he's got a <laughs> screwdriver, a pair of pliers, and a, you know, a box of cure ads, which was his whole thing. Gonna you know, fix this. Wow. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to figure this thing out. Let's go. And he knows nothing about it. He's yeah. got parts everywhere. Well, the guy in the campsite over, I think, you know, noticed everything and kind of felt sorry for us. Because he's a human. Yeah, he's a human yeah. being. And he just he sees this kid just standing there watching <laughs> his dad. Experiencing the worst take possible. This, take this whole motor apart with no idea about how it's going to go back together. And so he invited us to go out. He had a boat. So absolutely. So we go out and fish. And we fished for a couple hours and didn't get anything in the boat. Nobody caught anything. 
Well, I'm sitting there and all of a sudden my pole jerks and I grab it and I hook the fish. I've got one. Guess what happened? It was a motor <laughs> that <laughs> it was ran a, it was miraculously. A, it was a piece of a motor. That, no. Okay. No, it's, I had the fish. I'd start reeling it in. My dad reaches over and goes, here, let me help you with that. Oh no. Ripped the pole out of my hands and brought the fish in and we put it in the boat and then he hands me the fish and goes, there you go. You caught a fish. What was it? Oh, it was a nice trout. Yeah. It's a gorgeous fish. Yeah. The only one we caught, and I'll, I'll never forget that. God. I'll never forget that. Damn, man. Took that it, moment it was, away. He had his own pole in the water. I'm so bummed about this story. <laughs> and I'm, I'm just looking at him like, okay, this is not my fish. I didn't catch this fish. It's like you being three quarters of the way done with a with a painting and having somebody come over and throw a mustache on there and go, wow, that's a great painting. Yeah, yeah. Look, you're finished now. Yeah. You know, and we got back and, you know, my dad's all happy. You know, we got a fish, you know, and all this kind of stuff. And I just remember the guy that took us over there. He just really couldn't believe what happened. He got it. Like he understood. He was, he was like, you know, and it's not like we were catching a bunch of fish. Cause I've been there many times where it's, you get bored. You're catching so many fish. It's like, I'm done. I'm, I'm tired. I'm letting him go. Blah, blah, blah. No, this was the one fish of the trip. And, uh, Yeah. It's a great memory. Summers are fun. Yeah. No, Jeez. definitely. It's uh sounds like it. I think I'd rather be uh thrown in front of the ice cream truck. Yeah. <laughs> so have you ever guys ever uh had a lemonade stand? Of course. Uh we've done that. I never had one as a kid, actually, so I can't it's say segue, of course. Right? But I've yeah, I've seen it uh, you know, of course, with other driving around. Uh oh, the other thing that's indicative of summers from the dawn of time is a uh, yard sales. So driving around yard sailing, we'd see lemonade stands all the time. Right. And okay. Then, and then of course Did the girls have... have had one. Oh yeah. A couple okay. of, couple of solid ones actually. They made like 50 bucks one like what? afternoon. Yeah. It was Are they nuts. selling them for like three bucks? No, a pop? it was a uh, 50 cents a piece or something. It was oh, crazy. I always Gosh. remember if I, you know, if I was out driving sold around a hundred lemonades I'd and the neighbors freaking... pitched in with their lemons from their trees. Oh, it was, geez. it was wonderful. If I was out working, you know, and you're driving around, whether it was, you know, locating or, or whatever, and you see a little lemonade stand yeah. with these, you know, cute little girls, oh, you stop by and, you know, you, you get a lemonade to give them 10 bucks. <laughs> right. You know, it's like, hey, hey, you know, don't worry about change. Right. I got you, you know. So. And there was certainly a lot of that. It wasn't like they sold 100 lemonades at 50 cents They a get piece. more tips yeah. than the girls at Hooters, you know, so. Sorry, that's, that's a weird way to put it. Yeah, but, uh, that's, that's, <laughs> a, that's an awkward. Uh, yeah, we, uh, we, yeah, we've done I don't that. think he's going to be so, having any more but, lemonade stands yeah. now. That's, that's it for lemonade stands. <laughs> so talking about lemonade, uh, lemonade stands, is it awkward? You know, we're talking about these awkward moments as well. I'm glad sure. I segued into that yeah, very perfectly. Nice. But it, yeah. You're Apparently that's my new favorite word. Um, but uh, you, drinking lemonade in the winter, no. kind of weird, right? No, never do it. A little awkward. Yeah, don't ever do that. Why? Why? It's there's. I don't know that I've ever done it, and I couldn't imagine doing it. Yeah, it's uh, something. It should be forbidden. There should be a law against it. They shouldn't even sell it after like. Should be like eggnog. Yeah. So they have eggnog in the winter, and then you yeah. got lemonade during the summer. That's right. It's seasonal. That's a seasonal drink for sure. I don't know why they even have it in the other months. Okay. Did, did you ever go to like summer movies? Like, like the movie? Yeah. Because like, yeah. that's when they release a lot of the good titles, right? Well, and that sort of became a thing, I think, when I was a kid. Like block the summer blockbuster sort of came, yeah. like became a thing when when either right before in the, in the late 70s or in the early 80s, when I recall, like I stood in a line around the block of one theater to watch E.T. Right, in the exactly. Summer. I mean, that's, and, yeah. and that was like, was that like a midnight showing or when no, did they actually no, show it? No, it was probably it was, an eight o'clock or nine o'clock or something like that, yeah. Well, it's okay, yeah, no, and that's, I mean, I've, I've been in those shows where it's even, you know, the next day or the next weekend, there's lines to get into that, you know, movie. These well, I don't days, know if you've ever been to a single theater theater have no you? yeah no i so i guess i yeah, yeah. i really the don't multiplex even... is a uh what i remember when that became sort of popular like, okay so yeah i remember meaning it, multiplex meaning for all like more like... than one theater in the building okay <laughs> that's what it was called yeah us millennials need yeah to... <laughs> exactly so before that it was a movie house you know where they had one theater and okay you know 
I'm sure there were theaters that had more than one screen before that, but it wasn't very common, at least not right. in my experience. And then I remember the first three screen theater, that was a big deal. And, uh, but anyway, that, yeah, summers, in fact, the summers, I used to spend summers in New Jersey a couple of times because my grandparents lived there. So on the Jersey shore in ocean city, New Jersey, and we would go to, there's a boardwalk there and there's a theater and it had one screen and we stood in, you know, around the block for hours. It felt like to I, watch ET. Yeah. I remember staying. I mean, a lot of the big films, just getting groups of friends and coworkers together to go and watch movies a lot of them midnight showings just because as you know time went on sure. and you know my childhood that's you know they realized that was okay and it was kind of like the 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 moment where they were like all right well we could release if the release date for this movie was you know july 5th then you know on july 4th at midnight we can release it right you know yeah, the thursday july night. july 5th at midnight 1201 <laughs> the thursday night before the Friday release, right, is when you get ready and you stand in line, and then at midnight on Friday morning, yeah, you know, then exactly, yeah. Well, then, then you guys talked about on a previous podcast doing like some crazy thing where you watched, I forget what it was like, Star Wars or something. What the heck was that with you and Zach? Where you was? That? Oh, that was. I mean, that's something that you know everyone should try once and then never try again in their life. <laughs> they never that, do it again. Was that a summertime um, thing, or was that no? I mean, that was probably I, Christmas. Time I think that or was. Something. I think that was like December yeah. when uh, when the Star Wars movie was coming out. Yeah. But it was it was the day, the day before the the release. Actually, it was the two days before the release of the movie. We started watching the star wars movies at like one in the morning and then spent like a full 24 hours or so just watching star wars <laughs> right because so we had the, like yeah, breaks the, in the, the middle force of awakens um, yeah the force awakens was coming out and yeah. there hadn't been a star wars in years right and that since, was the, since first, the prequels right yeah. and that's that was the the first disney one yeah. yeah so some of the theaters decided that we're gonna we're gonna play them all whether yeah, you want to see them movies or not before the that's seventh right. one all of them Ugh. That's brutal. So we watched every Jar Jar single one of them. And the guys. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're... I, not, well, you didn't. Well, we, you slept for some and you you left for some. We and, chose which ones we were going to really be involved I really with. only enjoy about four and a half Star Wars movies so far. Like, total. Yeah. total. No, I, I think that that's fair. Although the newer ones, you know, The Last Jedi, eh. Yeah. But Rogue One was really good. Rogue One yeah. was great. I haven't seen Solo yet. Uh, it's okay. It's pretty good. <laughs> uh, ringing endorsement. Well, the the reason it was fantastic is I went with Alex. Oh, okay, cool. So he and I, you know, went over to Fat Cats and and just the two of us because Marie and Chad, if you're listening, went and saw it without him. Oh. So he called Grandpa. Sorry, a couple Alex. days later. Yeah, no kidding. And said, uh, "So what are you doing today?" That's cool. And we'd kind of planned this whole thing. He was going to come over and stay, and then Marie and everybody was going to come over you know, with Max and Sylvie and we were going to go swimming and he's like, so what are you doing today? <laughs> and I said, well, I don't know, man, we'll figure out something. And he goes, so, you know, uh, my mom and dad went and saw solo and they didn't take me. Can you believe that? No. Are you kidding me? He goes, yeah. <laughs> you know what? I think we can probably maybe go this afternoon. What do you think? Had, hey, hadn't occurred to him. Something just occurred to me. <laughs> so later I'm talking to Marie and I'm saying, I'm pretty sure I got worked on that whole thing. Uh, and yeah, this is going to happen now. I think that he anyway, had Anyway, completely yeah. unrelated. <laughs> what do you say you and I? <laughs> but it was awesome. That's cool. And that's, yeah. hey, that's summer release. So that, that applies. Yes. We, we did not a, digress. No, we didn't. Absolutely. Which we so do yeah, often. There's, there's the, yeah, the, the summer blockbusters. And, you know, over the years, things have changed. And that's, you know, kind of, you know, what started this whole podcast is, you know, the different uh, generational perspectives. Because I, I think hey. everybody's loaded up now so we can go. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just remember, you know, you're talking about getting out of school. Yeah. So the last day of school and the very next day for me growing up in Newport is it's summer. I'm out of here. So I would get up in the morning and I would leave. And I would, what do you mean you would leave? I would leave the house. How old were you? Oh, from the time I was, you know, probably eight years old until I graduated high school. Okay. You know, so you you just were, you were out, huh? Nine years. Yeah. We would, you know, 
some of us would, uh, you know, we'd take our bags, you know, sandlot t- style up to the ballpark. Uh-huh. You know, we had a back trail that, you know, didn't go on any streets up and we'd go to the ballpark and we would just play all day. Yeah. Or we would go down to the Bayfront, you know, as I've talked about in other podcasts, you know, Lester and I would, would go down and, and work for Brownie, you know, on the docks. Or we'd, you know, decide to go fishing. So we'd go out in the jetty and fish. Now, and- I know that this was kind of maybe tough in on the, the coast, but there wasn't as many trees, especially like where you lived and stuff like that. But did you ever have a tree fort? Um, no. Yes and no. I never had a fort, but we had across the street from our house in Newport where they, I, you've seen that they're the low pines. They never get over probably six or eight feet and they're all look windswept. Yeah. You know, just the small pines. Yeah. It's too much salt. So right across the street, there were I several. I can't back that up. I just, uh, made, of course, yeah. I, you know, no, nobody's <laughs> listening to you anymore. Anyway, <laughs> anymore ever. <laughs> okay. Yeah, good point. But anyway, so these, these trees and what we would do is kind of get in and hollow out little areas that you could climb on the trees and you're only about four or five feet off the ground. But it wasn't, it wasn't building a fort, you know, so it wasn't a matter of, of making a structure in a tree. But we did create little areas in that that, you know, from the road looking at it, it just looked like the normal trees and bushes and all of that. But you could climb up through the tree and down around, and there were places for us to hide. And That for sure counts. Yeah. Yeah, that's, so that's I, a tree. I'd, I'd never thought about that until yeah. you just mentioned that, that, yeah, we used to do that. And I actually made a note of that summertime forts. Yeah, tree I'm, or I'm actually going to be involved in making a fort tonight. Nice. Yeah, it's going to happen. Like chairs in the blanket fort? Or? Oh, yeah. yeah, inside. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's a summertime in Arizona. It's <laughs> yeah. going to be in the AC. Hey. But tree forts growing up for me was was pretty big thing. I remember that in the houses that I grew up in, whether it was, you know, the, the yellow house. I be, no, not the yellow house. Sorry, the, the no. cul-de-sac house. Cul-de-sac house had a great had backyard. Had a great backyard with you know, just a whole bunch of oversized bushes and trees. It was weird. It was like a jungle in the Okay, backyard. overgrown, yeah. Okay, I wasn't a very good gardener. No, it was, it was pretty... perfect. It was like yeah. you were you were, you were were allowing it to be our jungle gym. It was... That was it, yeah. It's not that I didn't want to go out there and prune anything or take care of it. it was <laughs> I, totally I did it for you guys. It was honestly a Well lot. done. It, it was a lot. The, on, to, to maintain it, the lot should have been taken out probably, but... <laughs> It was it was great as far as like us kids and there was a lot of open area or, in or at the, least a guy in the middle his, of it. mid to late thirties out there with a uh, you know <laughs> weed whacker every uh, other Sunday. It was an awesome <laughs> it was an awesome backyard. It was and great back behind by the, the the back fence and then the trees and the bushes and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, I know. You go back in behind there and, and it, it was, was open. open and you it could was, go. It, it was, was cool. It was almost like it was made for a fort. And then I yeah. I had another house which was up in trees. You know, um, and uh, I mean, these are 50 foot trees and, you know, we're making them in the, the bases or, you know, 10 feet off the ground where we would put two by fours and just hammer them to a couple of trees yep. next to each other and just start building shelves in different places to just hang out up in trees. Yep. I don't think we ever like had the traditional like, like you know, roof house. and, yeah. you know, like walls and whatnot. But no, I never had a tree house. Uh, but I had a lot of tree forts. Right. Yeah. No. And that's the difference yep. for sure. Yep. And and my brother built me a sweet one that was not a roof, but like railing and a rope ladder to get down. Like a platform? And, yeah. Like a full platform. In fact, right now, my, uh, my other older brother has one above his chicken coop in his backyard right now. They, ha- they built a sweet tree fort and a chicken coop around this big tree they have in their yard. It's, that's cool. It's amazing. <laughs> and it's got a, a swirly slide to get down. So that's not fair. But So you go over and play all the time, right? <laughs> I would. <laughs> I don't well, do Well, and enough. that's the, the thing about Oregon, and and uh, down here to a certain extent, you, you don't really have the right kind of tree for the traditional treehouse. No. You know, you, you need a certain kind of tree that has the, you know, the big, that one strong tree that yeah limbs that go out and and an area you know where you can kind of build around it that kind of stuff pine trees you know which was around Chuck's Basically, house yeah those are all pine trees and there's nothing you can do in a pine tree no but you do that no. whole thing where you make like a platform yeah you get a couple there, like two yeah, steps just, up to a couple of chairs you would make you just keep whatever. driving nails into that thing until it goes brown <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> that's yeah right. so now they're ever browns instead of evergreens that's right 
<laughs> but you can but those are cool because you can build them super high off the ground yeah like you can get which, 30 feet off the ground easy super safe as a kid <laughs> well, that's um, one thing i always remember and and this has well this happened in the summer it had to have happened in the summer well just one of my favorite yeah it did that's what i'm saying yeah sorry don't disagree with me okay come on guys so i used to love we used to have a cat that loved to climb trees yeah and had no idea how to get down you know they do that that really is a thing it is a thing and i remember going out and the cat would be up and let's just say it was soon lee because it's the only cat i can remember is you know up 25 feet in the air thought that was woody allen's stepdaughter that he married anyway go ahead no, I named all of our pets from MASH characters. Oh, okay. oh, soon, not Soon Yi. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Soon Lee. Soon Lee. I got gotcha. you. So anyway, so I would have to, I would, and I don't know if I had, maybe the cat was just playing tricks on me. So now that I'm thinking about this, it's there's all kinds of other possibilities. <laughs> but I would go out and I would stand at the bottom of the tree and I would talk the cat down. Really? Oh, yeah. I'm like, okay, now, okay, go over there. Catch that limb over there. Just go over there, move. It didn't listen and it to you. Would. It I, did. I thought no you way. said you didn't really smoke weed when you were growing up. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. And this is all natural, you know, just, you know, with a, you know, three quarters of a case of beer sure. in me. Oh, okay. But I would, uh, yeah, I would, I would point and talk the cat down out of the tree. Wow. You're the cat whisperer? Apparently. Wow. And it's I unfortunate because no yeah, I hate cats. That's what I'm saying. Like, why is that? But it, that cat, you know, I mean, we had you this. You need to embrace this gift. You can't just fight it. Yeah, no, I can. And I have for a long time yeah, now because this was a long time ago. Well, you know what? House doesn't enjoy being a doctor. He's just good at it. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Come on. It's the greater good. <laughs> but I tell you, yeah, I just, I remember that. I remember standing under a tree talking this cat down. And if I didn't, it wouldn't come down. That's if so I just funny. went, you know, heck with this, you know, you think figure out your own way down. The comfort I'd go of out your the voice? next day and it's still up there. That would just like you, know, like not necessarily. That's probably because I do have a great voice. That's true. That's why we made this podcast. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm getting a lot of <laughs> offers to lot do, of hits, you know, yeah. background stuff. And hey, you better back off with that stuff because you're the Juby take. I know. I already have a gig. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, that's uh, that's kind of our our first um, foray into summer. You got some ideas, some really depressing stories, some great stories. There were some ups and downs, you know. Some I feel f- like we brought people through a journey today. You never, I, I, you didn't even mention golf. Golf's well, a big part of summer. Well, but mm, not down here. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> it is in Oregon. Everywhere else in the world. Oh, is. yeah. Yeah. Well, in, yeah, in Oregon, that's that's the only time you could, you know, and again, that, that whole thing of, you know, hey, if it's nice this weekend, let's play golf. But you only have a few courses. Right. And you can't get out on them. I mean, I, one of the reasons, fiddlers. you know, I, yeah, <laughs> it's not a golf course. That's a cow pasture with poles. Oh, sheep, actually. Well, it used to be cows. It changed. Sheep are a little bit more annoying. Okay. I'm sure that's true. Yeah. So uh, anyway. The hell are we talking about? <laughs> oh, you should summer. see this Summer. Thing. Hello. Have you been here? <laughs> oh. Just, oh, the worst courses down here? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, go to one of the dairies and walk out from the, you know, to the edge of the parking lot and look out over the fence at the area that they let them roam. And that's what this course was that's like. That's Fiddler's. All right. Fiddler's Green. Yeah. And that's yeah. what you had to choose from. Yeah. Yeah. No, golf, golf in Oregon, no. And down here, you endure golf. Well, we used to play in, in the, the summer. summer all the time. We did. We, we have some great stories yeah, about that. Two, three times a week in the summer. Cause, yeah. Because it's, they, sometimes pay you to go out <laughs> oh yeah you can go out yeah you know you can go out for twenty dollars and play a course that they charge 250 dollars in the winter time yeah it's insane and they just yeah they'll just let you out they start doing deals like uh you get uh a dollar off every degree it's over a hundred. <laughs> oh man yeah. off the already cheap price oh it's crazy stuff you know but the first time i ever played golf in my life i was given a starter set for christmas and frank primazich and i Went up to what Portland. A name. Yeah. Frank, one of my best friends. We went up to Portland to play golf. Well, we went to Portland because they have the best um, edibles. No, I no, know what you're trying to say. Uh, yeah. Gentlemen's establishments. Exactly. Oh, and so, okay. yeah. you know, we wanted to incorporate that into our golfing experience as it should be. Sure. Uh, in every aspect. And, Peas and, and carrots. Exactly. So we went to uh, a private club, was the only golf course we could find that anybody was even there. And 
we walked into the clubhouse and said we wanted to play. And of course, you know, we're in jeans and tennis shoes and it was pretty ridiculous. They had to be laughing so hard because the ground was frozen. In the summer? Oh, no, no. Oh, okay. No, this is golf. <laughs> That they that they let you out anytime down here. That's yeah, the segue into. I got gotcha. you. This is a a private country club in Portland. I just know. had to bust balls because you're telling a Thank not you. summer story. Yeah, and so they said, "Hey, go play, <laughs> knock yourself out." <laughs> Have at it. Because the ground is frozen. It's 34 degrees outside, and snowing. You're probably not going to shoot a much better round of golf. Than you would well, it point. was hard to hold the greens, but boy, you could drive the ball. Yeah, That's what I'm because that you thing's could bouncing. You could top it for about and, three and it would miles. Go, it would go three fifty. So yeah. it's like the British Open. It was great, and so yeah, so you know the same thing happens up there as it does down here, but it's a little different. But yeah, all the all the rounds we've played down here, it's it's so cheap, it's, so it's fun. And when, in that regard, yeah, and when you're you know wanting to play golf. You can do it. Like, that's the thing about the summer here. Yeah, it's hot. It's brutal. It really is hot, especially days like today where it's 112, you know, over 107, over 109. You know what I mean? That's like now you're starting to get crazy, but you can go play golf and all you got to do is hydrate and you can. Yeah, I can't anymore. I can't do that. But yeah, we did play on Gary's birthday. We played the 36 holes. Gary's birthday. And 100. My birthday we always played, which are only about three weeks apart. So well, but in yeah. August. But that was normally 18 hole. But we played 36 that day of his birthday. Yeah, out at Australia Mountain Ranch. Australia Mountain Ranch. That's crazy. It's a great and golf course. So oh, yeah. And it was, a, it, was, it was 117. Yeah, it was brutal. We started at, you know, 530 in the morning. So we were reasonable. And then we played again. <laughs> yeah, that was not a good idea. No. Yeah, what kind of conversation? We almost lost your dad that day. <laughs> uh, th- okay, when we got to, I think, like 15 or 16, uh, the second 18. The I'm 30th ready. hole. Uh, yeah, the, the 30th, 32nd hole, 30 yeah. hole of the day yeah. in 117 degree heat. Uh, I looked over and the Care Bears were riding with me in the cart. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I... And they were telling me to drive right straight to the clubhouse because they were hot. Because I've drive straight bears. into the water yeah, hazard. E- yeah, either that or off the nearest cliff. Yeah, because yeah. they're bears. So, okay, so that's, this is our uh, our summer podcast. Enjoyed um, it. Next right. week, we're very excited. Next week is Shark Week. Ooh. So oh, cool. Shark Week. Oh, blah, blah. Yeah. Is that, that the one? That's a horrible sound for yeah. Shark Week. But is that, <laughs> I don't know how that even happened. I don't know. Well, and this year, Gronk, Gronk, and and Shaq are involved in Shark Week, so they they bring in you know the sports aspect of it. Oh wow! Not that either one of them have anything to do with anything relevant anymore. Right? So you guys? Oh yeah, uh, I watched that today. Gronk was diving with some sharks. Are you guys going on location for this one? Yes, we're going to the Caspers, and and it will be a Shark Week and Sharknado podcast. Nice. Uh, revisiting what we would what we did last year. Are we watching Sharknado? Oh yeah. That while we're there. You might as well call it the second annual. Second annual. Yeah. So it's you know it's Ashley and Carly and Ian and cool whoever else we can get over there to man I'm looking forward to all listening the greats to talk about that. It should be a good time. So that could possibly be some cherries awarded for this episode coming forward. You know what's, you, what's that, Adam? There might also be some cherries. <laughs> Try to Come, remember where your microphone yeah, is. Yeah, sorry. There might also be some cherries that are awarded for this next episode. We'll see, but they, we will also have shark bites because be John always always cooks up, uh, you know, little deep fried shark bites. What are those? Deep fried shark. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. We, Did we yeah, have yeah. that last time? Yeah. All right. I'm gonna have to get as drunk as I was last time because I don't remember that. Yeah. Same state learning. They're yeah. really good. Um. Shark. So yeah, it's any I've had any episode. Shark. Yes. Well, actually, it wasn't shark last year. Well, it couldn't get shark. This is what you call it. But it was fish. This is what oh, you call okay. a tease, everybody. Exactly. Tune, tune in next week. Seriously. Exactly, because everything that happens at the Caspers includes food. So, man, we're we're excited about this. I'm gonna miss it, and I'm bummed now. Yeah, I mean, I'm bummed anyway. You but should well, be. extra bummed. Well, okay. I would just hang. I wouldn't even be on the mic. I'd just, you know, I mean, you'd be trying to do some, you know, executive producer stuff. I might plug in the phone. <laughs> All right, guys, if you want more, there's going to be more perspectives later. Who are the good ones, the good ones of today? Point them out to me so I can come and join their rate. We'll walk around this land with open hands looking for change. We'll want to understand.
transgression we have at hand Humanity is killing wheat for this we will not stand I say let's progress in good contest Make conference then love our best Our onslaught of love will be at an all time high Crashing like waves on some ponderosa pines Our love that makes no sense We who spend love at no expense We are a force of passion Create a new faction Taking action, working hard Just for the satisfactions With the abilities to shine so bright That others wanna fight Because our light is in their eyes Ladies and gentlemen 